Welcome to the Connor Andrews Show Podcast For pro plumbing and heating I went and saw Deadpool 2 last night Have you seen it yet? Yeah No spoilers, I'm not going to say anything about it Other than it was fantastic I We did that move where um, We were going to go to the 640 show but we th- showed up at the theater at like five to six and there was a six o'clock show. So I asked how many people in that theater? Cause I hate a crowded theater. The girl goes 21% full. So we did that. We walked right in. The downside of course is I missed time play. Cause if there's one thing that can impress my lady, it's to watch her, uh, to watch her man duke it out on the big screen in time play. I couldn't even get my phone to connect. I was walking in as time play was, so that was a little disappointing. But here's what I discovered while watching the movie trailers last night. The roundhouse kick is the money kick in Hollywood, because I think they showed five movie trailers. Four of those movie trailers featured some guy delivering a crushing roundhouse kick. <laughs> what the hell? Really? Every movie has to have a roundhouse kick now? And is it just me that... Uh, the new Mission Impossible just looks like uh, a two and a half hour car chase, really, doesn't it? Should be called Improbable Car Chase. That's what they should name those movies now, because the the there will be a plot. Oh, don't get me wrong. There'll be a very minor beeline plot, a secondary plot about you know him trying to track down the missing piece of microfilm. Microfilm doesn't even exist anymore in the real world, except for in the Mission Impossible movies. Are people fired up? Did you need another Mission Impossible movie? Did you? And I won't judge you if you did. I'm just asking. Garner! Bryce, do you find yourself getting unreasonably upset when you go to pay for something and they don't have the tap feature? I do. That does bother me. <laughs> or I don't know about you, but my, my tap works about half the time. Half oh, the really? time it'll work, and the other half it's like, boop, nope. Oh. You have to put in the chip. No, I don't have that kind of trouble. It, it's a hassle. Uh, hang on a second. Hi. Hey, you were talking about why some companies don't have tap or why some businesses don't have tap? Yeah, when I see that, you got that little piece of tape on your debit pad, and it says no tap. I'm like, what year is it in here, 1928? See, it's funny. I was one of the first adopters of tap in my store, and... I started to notice that some of the transactions were over $100 that were getting tapped, and I got a little nervous. And so I called and asked what the limit was on it, and they said it's set by Visa and MasterCard. They couldn't change it, and I was only covered up to $75. So just for fun, I tried to tap a $5,000 transaction on my credit card, and it went through. So I disabled it from my system. Huh. So I still don't have tap until they can fix that system because I'm only covered to $75. What do you think of my idea for tap sandals where you have a built-in chip in them and you just pull your shoe off at the till and tap, pay for your, your lunch? Seems like a really gross but kind of ingenious idea. Yeah, kind of ingenious. That's what we're, we're going to work on all weekend at Garnco. I canceled my plans. I was going to do all sorts of delightful summertime things, but no, I'm going to be hard at work on... Uh... Ooh, hang on. Chip flops. <laughs> Ooh. And then you put the little scanner, just put it on the floor. No. Then you just have to kick it. Yeah. I like the idea of taking your shoe off in a store. Boop. Paying for your goods and leaving. Uh, we this we got onto this topic because there's those new Nike sandals that have fanny. The part, like they're shower shoes. What do you call it? Slides. 
and the part that goes over your foot is an actual tiny little fanny pack. It looks like a fanny pack. It looks like you're wearing a fanny pack on each foot. Yeah. And it's not big enough to put your wallet in. No, it's not big enough for anything. A bank. Ooh, listen up, Dave Mowat, before you leave ATB. That should be the last thing you do is ATB uh, chip flops. Like they're branded. They got the ATB logo on them. You give them out to your customers for free just in time for summer. Just like when beer did those bottle opener flip flops. Yeah. Except for you're doing chip flops. I, I do like this, except uh, it'd be quite easy to leave them somewhere or maybe take them in the shower. Ah. So we need to figure out a waterproofing system. Somebody else's system. problem. That's not our problem, Bryce. That's not our problem. We're idea men, and there are no bad ideas when it comes to brainstorming, except for perhaps this one right here. What about the chip fedora? Mm, that's not good either. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. Uh, we've been talking about, I mean, Nike has introduced those new sandals that have a fanny pack on each toe. You know, the strap that goes over your foot. It's an actual fanny pack. So it's not quite big enough to put your wall. I don't know what you'd put in there. Would you put your lip balm in there? Or would that be disgusting to have your lip balm on your foot all day? That'd be kind of gross. I said they should just invent something called uh, chip flops, which are flip flops with a chip in them. So you just pull your shoe off and tap, pay for your goods and be on your way. That's thoroughly disgusting, though. I understand that. Uh, Stephanie said you should just call them tap shoes. Well, that might be the smartest thing that I've heard all day. It'd be a great promotional item for a bank, too, right? Chip flops, Garnco chip flops. They could brand them with RBC, CIBC, whatever you want. And you sign up for a new account, you get a pair of chip flops so you can pay for your stuff wherever you go just by tapping your foot. Go ahead. Hey, Garn, how's it going? Good. How about you? Oh, good. Um, there is something I would use. It's uh, chipped glasses. Oh, so you just take your glasses off, scan them, and put them back on? Sort of like yeah. Horatio. And then every time you pull your glasses off with one hand, this sound comes out of them. <laughs> God, I want a pair of those glasses. Thank you very much. Appreciate the phone call. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. We got onto the topic a few minutes ago of um, like the delivery services, like Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats. I'm sure there's others. And how there's a price for convenience. Of course, you're not going to pay the same amount you'd pay on the menu if you were in the restaurant because somebody has to bring it to you. I understand that. And I know sometimes it's probably not a good deal at all. But like I said, there is a price for convenience. But look at this. This is actually, this is a heartwarming tale right here. Garner, I did skip the dishes a couple of months ago. The guy who delivered my food was a guy I went to high school with back in Nova Scotia in the 90s. It was hilarious. We had completely lost track of each other for almost 20 years until he showed up at my house with a bag of ribs and wings. Neither of us knew the other was even here. I invited him in for a beer. We split the ribs and the wings. We've been in touch almost daily ever since. I don't care how much it cost. I found my old friend, Mark. That's a cool story. Thank you, Mark. Garner? Bryce just got off the phone with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. How was that? It was interesting. Yeah. It was only like, uh, they only gave me a few minutes to talk to him. He's doing a million of these things. Yeah. But yeah, we chatted on the phone for a little bit. 
Did he tell you about that one time his eyeball popped right out of his head? He did. So oh, he, gross. So he has this new movie coming out tomorrow. Action Point. Action Point. And he got badly injured in this. He said he broke a couple bones in his face and he went to the hospital and he was leaving the hospital and he went to blow his nose. Gross. And because of the broken bones, the air went up and pushed out at his eye. So it came out a bit. He oh. says he managed to stop it and push it back in. But had he kept blowing, it would have been the... Oh, would it have made this sound? Oh, I can't do it now. <laughs> Putting my dirty finger in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it would have done that. What do you do? Wrap it up in a Kleenex? Do you put it in a little Ziploc bag and take it to the hospital? What? I don't know. Does it still work at that point? Do you see two different directions? Oh, Gross. It makes my skin crawl, but it was an interesting talk. We'll air, I'll air some of that maybe tomorrow. Okay. Speaking of movies, I went and saw Deadpool last night and it did not disappoint no no spoilers here we're not going to talk about the movie i want to talk about the trailers before are people's standards in movies they just going way down like where's the story these days it's all every single there were five trailers i think i saw last night and i counted four of them featured a roundhouse kick yeah like that that's sort of the highlight of the movie trailer. Some guy getting kicked in the face by a roundhouse. Mm. Wow. The action. And also that, and you and I were arguing backstage, not arguing, it was a heated conversation about Mission Impossible movies. Does anyone need any more of those? I say yes. I actually oh. enjoy them quite a bit. Really? It's just a nonstop chase. Where's the story? I mean, it's one of those movies that you're not going to walk out of it a smarter person. I know. But... You just sit down and for two hours you watch Tom Cruise run, jump off buildings, and fight people. <laughs> and for two hours, I can watch that. But remember when that used to be interspersed with story? <laughs> now it's sort of like a movie has just become a chase scene, whether it's on foot or a car or a train or a plane. I don't know. It's just a giant two-hour chase scene. There must be some scenes, though, where he's looking for the... The microfilm, right? Even though nobody uses microfilm anymore, I'm sure there's microfilm in the new Mission Impossible. There's a, in a my, you know, there is a plot, really, but it is much more action than plot. Hmm. Okay, and it's good action. I I recommend. The last couple have been great, and this new one looks pretty solid. I'm actually I looking forward to it. I think I saw the first two, and I'm good. I'm good in the Mission to Impossible. Hey, and how do people feel about Ant Man? What is it, Ant Man and uh, Oh, the Wasp. The Wasp? How are people feeling about that? Is that one of the superhero movies that people are looking forward to? I think so. Really? I I, I, I couldn't get through Ant-Man. That's the one Marvel movie where halfway through I was like, oh, God. Oh, really? This is awful. Okay. That well, one I gave up on. I'm sure somewhere somebody is looking forward to Ant-Man and the Wasp. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Podcast. We were talking. I can't remember how we got onto the topic of... Skip the Dishes, Uber Eats, these companies that deliver food to you so you don't have to get dressed and get off the couch. Anyway, we've had so many text messages about this this morning. A lot of people are saying that it's pretty expensive. And like I said earlier, I can't comment because I've never used the service. But my point earlier was that convenience costs something. There's a reason why a a box of cereal at the convenience store is more expensive than at the big box store because the convenience store is open at 3 a.m. when you really, really need a box of Fruit Loops. The big box store is not. Therefore, you will pay for that convenience. 
fact, like um, valet parking is more expensive than regularly parking your car because, again, convenience. The lunch truck that pulls up at the job site or here in front of Sonic every day at 11.27 and honks that stupid horn. That package of beef jerky that's, you know, $3 at the grocery store is $6. It's convenience again. And like I said, I've never used Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats. But you're paying to not have to leave your house or find someone to watch your kids. I also started thinking too, you know what would be an awesome service? And I don't know if it would catch on. I would probably be a big fan of it. Skip the Laundry. You just download the Skip the Laundry app and you push the button and somebody brings you uh, fresh socks and underpants. Skip the laundry. Somebody run with that, okay? Just cut me in for, I'm going to need probably 75% of that, okay? Thank you. Garner! Garner! It's the Garner Andrews Show podcast! Podcast! I wish I was a Sonic Rocker winner. Everyone would be so proud of me. So this is what the latest Sonic Rock Door sounds like. We've had a couple of guesses on it already. The latest guest, Gob, give up the grudge. That's wrong. Cross it off your list. You can go to sonic1029.com right now. You can hear the clip again. Monday morning at 8.20, it's worth $122. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekdays at 8.20 to take your shot at the Sonic Rock Door jackpot. Garner. Happy Friday. Same to you. <laughs> hey, can you blast off your guns for me? Oh, hang on a second. I, uh... There we go. <laughs> I was just kind of thinking in, uh, when when the when the calendar rolls over to 2020 here eventually you'll have to switch to laser guns instead of the old revolver. Yeah, I don't know, I'm old school that way. I know they don't like me carrying guns in the office, but I got grandfathered in back in 2005 when we started the station. I think a big problem is that they just haven't developed like the holster for the laser gun quite as well as the classic revolver, you know? So the laser gun looks quite... Bu- have you seen Deadpool 2 yet? No, I haven't. Okay, one of the characters... What's the guy's name? Cable? Cable? Sure. Maybe. The guy that Josh Brolin plays. You can tell I'm a real comic book nerd. But it, <laughs> was, it was a fantastic movie, but that gun Josh Brolin had was sort of combination laser gun, old school... My shotgun? I don't know, but I want that gun. That's the standard set for 2020 then, I guess. Yeah, that's kind of a badass gun, and that's the one I'm going to roam the hallways of Sonic in. There's only two of us left on staff, by the way, that got grandfathered in with the gun claws, so... <laughs> Me and our <laughs> yes. sales manager, Shelly, we both get to pack heat. <laughs> Keep everybody in line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, I heard you asking uh, how long you have to stay somewhere before you uh, can say you live there. Yeah, uh, somebody, they didn't leave their name, but they asked that question. How long before you can say you lived somewhere? Well, wouldn't you think like just a classic like three-month kind of standard probation thing would be uh, w- would be like suit the bill here? Yeah, three months. Like, you, like at but- any job, you're on probation for three months and you could get fired or you could get deported or removed from a city, sure. Yeah, that's right. And like, but uh, but then you said uh, you lived in Minnesota there, or Minneapolis. Min- just, just outside yeah. of Minneapolis, I was there for two months, and I never think that I lived there. I just always think, oh, I was there for the summer. 
So right, and as, as soon as you said it was like out of pro, like in my mind, Alberta, out of province, I was like, ah, maybe the rules change for say, like I think when you live somewhere else out of province or your city of origin, <laughs> you have to stay longer. Oh, what about this angle though? Somebody just said. Uh, when you give up one residence for another residence. So, meaning, like, if you give up your apartment in Edmonton and you get an apartment somewhere else, you lived in that other place. You know, now that that's been said, that just really sounds like the obvious answer. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> okay, thank you, Ben. I appreciate the phone call. Uh, somebody just texted and said, you've only lived there if you have a local phone number, I'd say. Well, maybe, maybe 10 or 15 years ago because now everybody's got a cell phone and when you move to a different city there are a lot of people that just never change their phone i'll talk to people here and their phone number is from new brunswick and i'm like where are you here in edmonton i've been here for four years just haven't changed my number garner so remember when you guys were mysteriously kind of alluding to a field day and it was but you didn't know but people didn't know what it was do you know what i thought it was going to be what I thought it was going to be adult track and field day. <laughs> and I thought that was the best idea ever. Adult track and field day. I think, uh, man, we would all suck so handily at that. We would, but how funny would it be? You know what I've always wanted to do is an adult who can't ride bikes bike rodeo because every now and again you'll meet an adult and they're like, I don't know how to ride a bike. And it'd be yeah. funny to put them on bikes and have them ride around pylons and everything, have a beer garden set up. Yes, you guys need to do that. Yeah, okay, so adult track and field day and the adults who can't ride bikes, bicycle rodeo. Yeah, and then also my daughter's a swimmer and I can't swim. So, um, like, swim meet for mm. adults who can't swim. Okay, I got to ask the question. Yes. Did your parents drink a lot? No. <gasps> they just didn't really like us. <laughs> they just what? They didn't really like us as kids, I don't think. Oh. See, now I feel it's, bad for even... No, it's okay. I always... There's always... It always seems like when I meet an adult that doesn't know how to ride a bike or doesn't know how to swim, there always seems like there's some sort of... There's something in their past. Like, neglect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever think you'll learn to swim? I've actually asked my daughter to teach me, but she's quite annoyed at that idea. So, yeah, I would like to because... There are adult swimming lessons. It's not like you have to go to the pool, you know, at 8 o'clock on a summer morning and swim with a bunch of 10-year-olds. You can you can sign up for a class where it's adults learning to swim. Yes, I know. But it's the time commitment and the practicing. I don't have that. So. Okay. Is there anything else you don't know how to do, though? Really play any organized sport. Do you ever dream of playing an organized sport? So somebody call you sport, champ, Yeah, slugger? I wish that I had played, like, uh, softball or baseball. I think that would be really fun as an adult in those rec leagues. Yes, and I agree. Baseball, everybody teach your kid how to throw a ball and catch a ball and hit a ball with a bat because that's a game you can play. My dad is in his mid-70s, and my dad still plays. He plays on three different ball teams. That's awesome. Yeah. So, and, and it's a sport you can play for the rest of your life. So teach your kids how to play ball. Yeah. And ride a bike and swim. And like we've mentioned on this show in the past, teach them how to throw a nice tight spiral with a football because one day they're going to be in a park or a swimming pool and somebody's going to throw them a football and they're going to be like, oh my God, what now? 
And then when you do the little underhand toss, everybody knows that you don't know how to throw a spiral. You're not fooling anybody. I was in Mexico back in, I don't know, February maybe. And we were sitting by the pool one day and these two guys got in the pool. They were probably, I don't know, 18, 19 years old, buff looking young guys, good looking guys. And they had a football with them. And uh, we all kind of had to look away because they did not know how to throw the football. It was uncomfortable. One of the guys I was with, Randy, he's like, uh, maybe we should go put on a clinic, show them how to throw that ball. But no, I didn't want to get involved at that point. It had gone too far. They were almost 20 years old. They're not going to be able to learn to throw a spiral now. Maybe that's Edmonton Eskimos. Maybe that's something you can do. You should, you should have tight spiral day where people come down to Commonwealth Stadium and maybe, I don't know, Maybe CFL MVP Mike Riley can throw, show everybody how to throw a nice tight spiral. Raise money for a charity of some kind. Yeah, that's a good idea. Do that, please. The Garner Andrews Show podcast. Garner. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show, the show that we, uh, where you and I, we talk about important things, important life lessons. Like, did you learn to throw a football? Uh, Garner, my dad taught me how to throw a football when I was a kid. It was one of the best skills I have ever acquired. I rarely, if ever, have to throw a football, but when I do, I throw with confidence. Good. Uh, Somebody else said, my eldest brother is 14 years older than me, and when I was little, he made sure to teach me how to fire off a sweet spiral. It has been one of the most useful skills that anyone has ever taught me, and we are already working on that with my 23-month-old daughter, Stagold Stephanie. Okay, well, Stephanie, your brother gets 2,500 Garner Andrews Show points for teaching you the most important life lesson of all life lessons. Because I guarantee you that right now, someone listening to this show, somebody listening to the sound of my voice right now, can't even go uh, to a swimming pool, they can't go to a park, for fear that someone is going to toss them a football or worse a football is going to be overthrown and land at their feet and then they have to uh, either pick it up and throw it back which is a nightmare when no one taught you how to throw a football or worse they could choose to look like a total dick by just walking away from the football you know what we've all seen those news stories about people that make it into their 30s 40s maybe into their 50s and They've spent their entire lives avoiding restaurants and airports and job interviews because they can't read. Well, not being able to throw a football causes the same sort of anguish and anxiety. It's exactly the same thing. The Garner Andrews Show Podcast. Garner. Music news you can use on Sonic 1029. Here's Bryce Kelly. It's Friday. Time for the news. Gorillas gave us the first taste of their upcoming new album. Earlier this week, they announced that Now Now will be released next month, and they've now unleashed two songs on us, Humility and Lake Zurich. You can hear them at Sonic1029.com. Sonic. Billy Joe Armstrong has a bit of a beef with people who only get autographs to sell them on eBay. He made a post online saying that he knows there's lots of people who do this and he'll sign your stuff, but he's sick and tired of these people pushing themselves to the front and blocking out the actual fans during meet and greets. Sonic. And earlier this week, Weezer released their cover of Africa by Toto. Everybody seems to love it. In fact, we were talking to Black Pistol Fire 
and even they're on board. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And we actually played a party with Rivers about a month ago. It was a quite the party. It was wild. It was Adam McKay's birthday party. He's like Will Ferrell's partner. So oh, everywhere I looked, it was someone, you know, quite famous. Cool. That's it for music news you can use. I'm Bryce on Sonic. Garner! Quickly here, we've been talking a, a lot over the last half hour or so about um, everybody needs to learn how to throw a football. You might not ever play professional football. You might never have to throw a football. But how awkward is that when you're at a party or you're in a park or a swimming pool and somebody tosses you a football and now you've got to toss it? You don't want to throw it underhand or with two hands because then everybody knows, like, oh, my God, that guy can't throw a football. And then everyone just gets uncomfortable. So teach your children to throw a football, okay? It's one of life's greatest lessons. When I was in high school, I was the person to bring the football to be tossed around at lunch. I was the only girl who could throw the ball with the guys. I tried to teach other girls how to throw it, but believe it or not, most of them didn't want to learn because they thought it was butch for a girl to play football. I would laugh because I didn't care, and I would hang out with the guys that they were crushing over. Mind you, none of them became a boyfriend of mine, though. Oh, wow. Well, twist ending there. I... Did not see that coming. Well, hey, the key to a good night's sleep, though, is knowing that if and when you're ever called upon to throw a football, you will be able to. And you may not have ever hitched your wagon to one of those lunchtime football boys, but at least you can probably sleep at night. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Garner Andrew Show podcast. Check sonic1029.com for more. Hey, I'm Garner. This podcast was brought to you by Pro Plumbing and Heating, Edmonton's most trusted plumbing company. Trust them with your plumbing, but not your taxes.